You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today we're going to talk about the power of hypnosis. Now I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and I have been since 1988. I started very young into hypnosis because I had a friend that had a three pack a day smoking habit, nasty, (laughs) three packs a day of cigarettes. And he went to a clinical hypnotherapist and he quit that habit of three packs of cigarettes a day in one session now to me that was miraculous and he said you know Kalia you'd be really good at this because I was good with people and uh, I just he gave me the information for the school that this this uh, hypnotherapist that worked with him had attended and I enrolled almost right away and started down that journey where I saw so many miraculous results happen. And I've been doing this now for decades and still there's so many miraculous things that can happen with hypnotherapy. So I wanna revisit it today and talk about some of the things that it can be used for. Now, I got involved in working with narcissistic abuse, helping people to recover from narcissistic abuse back in 2000, around 2006, I came out with the work. I started doing my research around the year 2000 and did years of research and then wrote my first book. And that's kind of what brought me into the forefront, working as a specialist in narcissistic abuse. And now, um, obviously, I've, I've been involved in this for over 20 years now, working with narcissistic abuse, but I have combined my skills in counseling, coaching, clinical hypnotherapy to help people recover from narcissistic abuse. Now, I'm not only helping people to recover from narcissistic abuse, we have to break it down and look at the things that cause the problems in the first place. Because most people who are in recovery from narcissistic abuse are dealing with a lot of anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, low self-worth, low energy, insomnia, and the list goes on. There's also often a problem with addiction and proper nutrition, which is necessary for recovery to become healthier. If you're depleted in energy and you're not getting proper nutrition, it's going to be very hard for you to recover your energy. So I address recovery on so many levels. It's not just 
who the narcissist is and why does the narcissist do what he does and does the narcissist know what he's doing and you know we can get so involved in that and granted i'm going to be really honest most people when they first learn about narcissism narcissistic personality disorder and have realized that they were victims for a lack of a better word of narcissistic abuse the tendency is to obsess over narcissism npd everything about that person and we don't bring our attention back to ourselves which is where the real recovery is so i do feel that that obsession phase is a phase it's a phase most people go through. I don't know anybody that I've worked with that hasn't gone through that phase. So this isn't about shaming or blaming anybody for going through that phase. I think it's natural and normal to go through that phase because we have to understand what we're dealing with and why we were affected. And that helps us to gain a sense of control over our lives so we can know what to watch for in the future so that we don't recreate the trauma that we've experienced. So I have used all of my methodologies. I've used the counseling, which is a very holistic type of counseling that I do. I'm not a clinical psychologist and I do not do traditional counseling. And if you go to my reviews at NarcissismFree.com and read about the people that have worked with me, most of the people who have gone to to traditional counseling did not fare well. They didn't feel like they were understood or that they got what they needed. So I feel that my form of working with people is, is really effective. But I also bring in this knowledge because with clinical hypnosis, we're dealing with the subconscious mind. So we're really delving into the part of our mind that is in the shadows, so to speak, that we're not consciously aware of. So we have our conscious mind, which is what we know is happening, the things that we're observing, the things that we're aware of, and then we have the subconscious mind, which is the things that we're not really aware of. Why do we do what we do? Sometimes we don't know that because those properties are of the subconscious mind. The trauma that we experience has subconscious roots. Inner child trauma has subconscious roots. So a lot of work needs to be done on the level of subconscious. And hypnotherapists are very much trained, let's say good hypnotherapists that have, have decent training because they do have weekend weekender courses that don't prepare somebody to really do the in-depth work but when you're doing that in-depth work you really know how and you've really been trained to delve into the subconscious mind and since i've been doing this for about three decades or more i'm not counting anymore um i've learned a lot being in the field working with clients doing hypnosis session after hypnosis session and i find that there's also a spiritual element that i'm bringing in and even a shamanic element so it's not just working with the subconscious mind 
for me, that's part of it, but we're also working with the spiritual components, like the higher self. And I like to look at the higher self. You know, in, in Christianity, we hear about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When I work with people in hypnosis, I break that down to the higher self, the conscious self, and the inner child. So we have the child, the parent, which is the part that we're observing, that we're aware of, that its job is to take care of that inner child, make sure that her needs are being met, that she's being taken care of or he's being taken care of. And then we have the higher self, the part of us that is eternal, that always has been, always will be, that's guiding us, that's trying to get through to us, that's trying to, you know, work with us through our intuition and say, you know, go here, go there, don't do that. Yeah, do this, go this way. Um, a lot of us don't know how to listen to that. And when I have done higher self work, that is one of the things that I have heard over and over from people's higher self is she's just not listening. She doesn't know how to listen. She never listens. And that's something that if we are going to go far in our life and be upon our greatest life path, moving towards our highest purpose in life, we need to know how to listen. We need to learn how to listen. So I love using hypnosis to put people in touch with that higher aspect, with that higher self, so that they can really start to foster a relationship with that eternal part of themselves, that very God-connected part of themselves, the part of themselves that is always in the light. And we can get very lost and very much rooted in darkness and completely close off to that part of us. It's not that that part of us is closed off from us. It doesn't abandon us. It doesn't leave us. We leave it. We close off from it. We don't trust it. We don't believe it's even there. So when we go into a process of discovering that aspect of ourself, that higher aspect, really miraculous things can happen. When we work with the inner child, you know, that's really the root of self-love because if you've rejected and abandoned your inner child, you're not going to love yourself because you've rejected a very important part of yourself, your origins, the part of you that is innocent, that feels unloved, that feels abandoned, that feels uncared for. So that maternal or paternal part of yourself has to connect with that child. And that is something we can do very effectively in hypnosis is to connect with that child part of ourselves, that innocence within us and start to develop a relationship with it. Understand, you know, how does it speak to me? How am I aware of its presence? And that's the same with the higher self is we have to, that conscious part of us has to become aware of the presence. What does it feel like when my inner child's needing my attention? What does it feel like when my higher self is trying to get my attention? So hypnosis is something that can help us to become aware of all of that 
and connect with these parts of ourselves that move us towards wholeness. And another technique that I frequently use helping people to recover from traumatic and abusive situations is that we often become addicted to that person that that narcissistic person or that person that has been abusive to us and you know i've talked a lot about why we become addicted but right now i'm just going to say that we can use hypnosis to help to break free from that addiction through the psychic cord cutting process which is a symbolic process to separate the energetic cords because we're tied to each other through energy so the relationship may end on a physical level and we don't see that person physically anymore and we might have gone no contact and completely severed physical contact but after we do that the the relationship continues on an energetic level so we become aware of that it's like well he's always inside of my head or she's always there i can't get her out of my reality we can use hypnosis to first and foremost symbolically cut those psychic cords and when we do that we're basically saying i i'm canceling this contract i'm not going to be connected to you this way anymore i need to bring myself back i need to regain my energy i cannot not allow you to take possession inside of me for your energy to permeate my being anymore so we use hypnosis to help to move that energy out and you know a lot of people have really miraculous experiences first when their first time of doing a cord cutting or also a soul retrieval which i usually put with the cord cutting i work with them together in one session and the soul retrieval is basically calling back those parts of ourselves that we've that were lost stolen or given away because we often in these toxic relationships we're always giving pieces of ourselves away pieces of ourselves away and we're not consciously aware of that and so when we do become aware of that then we've got to find ways to pull ourselves back so getting a cord cutting a soul retrieval can get the ball rolling and oftentimes people can keep doing the work on their own or they may need several sessions so i just know that it works that people notice a difference right away but they can reconnect they can reconnect those cords because when they realize that something is missing they themselves want to reattach for whatever reason so there's no guarantee there is magic in some ways to these processes but they're not fully magic and that we we're in charge of our own reality and we choose in each given day how we're going to dance with our reality and if you're really missing that person that you've cut cords with 
and you feel their energy and you invite them back in, you're inviting them to reconnect. So it's good sometimes to become fully aware of what you're doing. And hypnosis can also be helpful for this to understand on a deeper level why you're needing to do this or why you can't let go. Sometimes it's, it's, we get involved with people that remind us of a parent that we were very attached to, and we don't want to lose our attachment. And that gets kind of projected onto these partners in our life where losing that attachment is really painful. And it kind of reminds us of losing an attachment with a parent or our fear of losing an attachment with a parent. So we want to stay connected and stay attached. We on some level believe it's part of our survival. So we have to work through these attachment issues too, which can be done in hypnosis. So once again, hypnosis is such a great tool to be used in our healing in all levels. And I am starting a new company in which I'm going to be producing an entire series of audio hypnosis tapes because times are rough for people right now. The economy is rough. Not everybody can afford an in uh, a session with me, a personal one-on-one -on -one session. Although my rates are really good compared to so many, I, I try to keep my rates reasonable and affordable for people I still know and acknowledge that a lot of people are unable to afford a session at this time. And so I want to provide more and more tools for people that won't cost them any more than $20. And I already have a series of audios available that can be really helpful. I've got a letting go audio hypnosis program. I've got a cord cutting. I've got a soul retrieval. I have many already available, but I'm going to be expanding and offering more and more audio hypnosis tapes. I want to form an entire company based around these audio hypnosis downloads so that I can leave something behind as I move on into the you know next phase of my life that I can leave some tools for people that need something now and speaking of needing something now I also produced a 911 emergence audio hypnosis program which is for somebody that's really suffering from anxiety and trauma that helps to center and ground so you can go to my website narcissismfree.com and click on audio hypnosis programs and you'll see what i have available now i'm going to be adding more to my kalialaroche.com website which is also called the path back to self and that is where i'm going to be focusing my new line or series of audio hypnosis programs in the works i've got insomnia i've got weight loss i've got anti-aging i've got a lot of different programs that are going to be available that i'm personally creating and producing so it will be my voice 
and we'll be guiding you into that state of hypnosis. I try to keep my audio programs to 20 minutes because a lot can happen in 20 minutes. And the whole idea of listening to these audio programs is to work with one program at a time or a couple programs at a time, maybe one in the morning and one in the evening, but to use it on a repetitive level so that you're doing listening over and over and over and that'll have a greater effect over time because what you're doing is reprogramming reconditioning your subconscious mind to accept new ways of thinking and believing new programs because we're all programmed we're all operating from programs so we've got to ask ourselves what's the program that's running Am I, am I poor? Do I have no, no money to be able to do the things I want to do in my life? If that's the case, we've got an abundance audio program coming as well to help you with your prosperity because it's a mindset. It's a program that you're running. So if we can recondition the subconscious mind, then you're changing the program. You're reprogramming. And being able to start making decisions and choices off the new programs. It's really quite powerful. And I'm really excited to be, to be bringing these new programs to you. So I'm going to be announcing in my podcast the new programs so that you will know about them and i'll t- i'll talk a little bit about them and let you know what they will do for you so stay tuned i'm really looking forward to this next chapter i hope that you are too and like i said you can start to take advantage of some of the audio hypnosis programs i have right now by going to my website narcissismfree.com or pathbacktoself.com. And also you can go to either one of these websites to schedule a one-on-one session with me. We do it effectively over the phone. So you can just give me a call for your session once it's scheduled and we can have really great results over the phone too. I really have noticed no difference between um, a session in person where somebody actually comes to my office and I do one-on-one and over the phone. Zoom is available as well if somebody wants to do Zoom or Skype. So once again, thank you for listening and being here with me today. And I hope you have a really great week and I'll see you in the next podcast.